0: Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM.
1: So then, now at 8.17, we have this rather complicated situation with China after a period of tightening relations with Seoul. Now, China refusing to play ball, it seems, as far as uh, handing down tougher sanctions on North Korea is concerned for last month's nuclear test. And indeed, the sanctions that are in existence are considered generally to have been undermined by China's continuing economic relationship with the North. Now bring in the United States and its missile defence system known as THAAD. Previously, this conversation was very difficult to have because Seoul... Didn't want to upset Beijing, and indeed there was great domestic opposition to putting this missile defense system on the Korean Peninsula, on the southern half. Let's bring in Professor Chu Jiehu of the Chinese Policy Department, Kyunghee University. Good morning to you. Good morning. So now it seems we can have the conversation because even at government level, we you know we've got figures in the Defense Ministry openly speaking about the the benefits of THAAD. So even if negotiations aren't officially underway with the U.S., they are certainly happy to risk China's suspicion and disappointment.
0: Yes, it looks like it, it looks like it that way. God, they're going way too extreme with, this, uh, with the discussion of THAAD uh, deployment to South Korea with the United States. I think that that should be our last resort, last card against China. That should be our last go-to guy. Uh, against China, but I think
1: we're pulling it way too early. But it it was obvious as soon as that fourth nuclear test was announced that it would provide momentum for anyone who was trying to strengthen both South Korea's military arsenal and the South Korean-U.S. joint military arsenal.
0: Yes, true, indeed. But uh, is it the right way to go against uh, nuclear provocation? I think we 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 must have some other, you know, diplomatic options, diplomatic mm. cards that we can play against North Korea and as well as China. But is it is 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 it is it really that 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 in, that imperative that we should go with a military card against that in this
1: case? What difference does it really make for China though to have this missile defense system? We've already got vast military capabilities thanks to the U.S. presence on this uh, peninsula, and um, you've got B-52 bombers and other uh, deterrents within just a few hours' flight away. So it's it's not like China's uh, suddenly uh, going to be going from a situation of zero threat from the U.S. to all-out war.
0: Indeed, absolutely. I, I, I have to agree with you on your point. You pointed out great. I mean, the more extreme we're going to go, we're going to run out of you know, options, and we're going to have less uh, diplomatic option, obviously, here. And I, I, I don't think we, 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 we need to really instigate an arms race in this region, but uh, the, the, the consequences are going to be inevitable here, and that's what I'm really more afraid of. D-
1: and, does, yeah. does, does South Korea even need uh, THAAD? We're so close to North Korea that maybe um, other missile defense systems would be adequate.
0: Absolutely, I, I, I don't see I don't see the reason for needs here because uh, Thought is not going to be really, you know. I, I think we're just geographically too close to North Korea, and by the time they uh, shoot a missile, and, and by the time it lands, it's going to take it's going to be matter uh, be of seconds. Uh, I, I don't think uh, I, I'm not too optimistic how affect, how effective Thought is going to be against uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, North Korea's missile defense. But here, the case is obviously implying and pointing to China. So I think that's what is stirring
1: up the problem here. Yeah, and, and right. Russia has been upset yes. as well. Absolutely. Um, but the reason that question's important is when we ask, is it, um, is it worth it? You know, if we're not even getting that greater benefit in the first place, as, as you've suggested. But uh, um, but China does need some message, doesn't it? I mean, chi- China's refusing to, to play ball on sanctions, for example.
0: I know uh, it's, it's not only China. This is what I really want to point out here and emphasize. It's not really China. Everybody's jumping off the ship right now and probably jumping on the bandwagon of, you know, sanction against North Korea because the immediate reaction right after the, you know, following the fourth nuclear test by North Korea, everybody's just whipping out their, you know, sanction folks and trying to look, look what's left on the list. Uh, a couple of days ago, the United States already adopted a resolution against North Korea, and everybody's just walking on their own path. Uh, South Korea's, you know trying to pull out their own sanction japan is concerning it too and the the united Nations hasn't 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 opened the floor for you know collective uh, collective sanctions in but,
1: but i think it's it's all posturing isn 't it because uh yeah. we we've had very clear indications from china 's foreign ministry that uh, they they don 't feel tougher sanctions are the way forward so I guess those other parties know that if they go to the UN Security Council floor, yes. that they're going to hit a dead end pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. Yes. Probably so. And, and probably, uh, while China does not want the, the collective uh, sanction adopted by the United Nations it would be that severe, but they would they're going to go their own way too with the sanction. Uh, in, in the last case, of after the after the third nuclear test, obviously China adopted its own. Own, own sanctions against North Korea on three, on three occasions, so everybody's while they're trying to avoid, and uh, they're making less commitment to the UN resolutions, but mm. they're, 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 doing, they're they're just trying to go their own their own way.
1: Yeah, I mean this relationship with China is so complicated. We're we're increasingly yeah. entwined uh, economically speaking, but uh, politically. Um, Arguably, there's far more in common with a country like Japan, let's say, than, uh, than China, even if it is difficult to admit at times the way that uh, Seoul and Tokyo diplomacy goes. I mean, dealing with North Korea, it's going to require, whether there are new sanctions or not, much greater commitment from, from China, economically speaking, isn't it, yes. to, to, to clamp down on North Korea. that Pyongyang's having too much of an easy time, aren't they?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they know, they know they got some breathing room there, and then they got their own life sustainer uh, from both Russia and China. So uh, they they know they know where to fall back onto, and obviously it's not only China but also Russia. Russia has, has Russia has been a great kind of source to North Korea's sustaining sustaining its uh, life worth. and obviously, you know. Going to the record, China is not providing too, uh, that much oil to North Korea the past couple of years following the fair nuclear test. But uh, the alternative source of oil is from Russia now.
1: But but just to spell this out, mm. the, the the incentive from China's point of view is generally considered to be that they you know they don't want a, a completely unstable North Korea. No, they don't want the collapse of that nation. So again, no. fundamentally, there's a difference. Of opinion between South Korea and China this relationship how long can it last this uh, this friendship that's been blossoming between Seoul and Beijing Uh,
0: I I don't think uh, we're gonna see the leaves you know falling off that soon I don't think the fall is here Uh, I think we're still you know moving from spring to summer uh, uh, with our relationship with China it's still blossoming it's just you know it's just part of the game it's a, a could be perceived as a big major issue but you know there are a whole lot of stories you know issues that could be really overwhelming uh, to benefit both countries and uh, I think if we just uh, move over over this hump uh, I don't think uh, the relationship will be that affected negatively as some would like to perceive.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, if, if we were questioning the the benefit of a third deployment in South Korea you know, from a yeah. selfish perspective, what's the benefit of a positive China relationship uh, aside from the uh, the big economic factor of trade? Is, uh, is there a political benefit that uh, is worth risking, for example, uh, at the expense of the U.S. relationship? Uh, well, uh, i
0: I've, uh, uh, I'm afraid we shouldn't go that far and and try to, you know, uh, turn it into zero-sum game here with, uh, uh, you know, discussing political benefit at the cost of uh, our relationship with the United States. But, uh, yes, uh, if we collectively work together and get over this hump with uh, China in terms of political benefit, I think we we can seek a lot. When we talk about political benefits, not only about working together uh uh North Korean case but also so some other a lot of a lot of discussions left over from uh from from last year for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh R C E P and and then we talked about uh continuing our momentum uh, moment carrying our momentum up with uh, trilateral mm-hmm. cooperation with with China and Japan. And and that there's I think they, just, just
1: to name a few. Yeah, uh-huh. Professor Chu, thank you as ever. You. It's great having you on the show again. Okay, thank you, Professor Chu uh, from Kyunghee University. I mean, th- there's so many human rights issues wrapped up in this as well. You know, it seems like whenever we're talking about the benefits of the China relationship, we always get back to trade partnerships and money at some point, but. You know, what about the North Korean refugees, for example, who want to reach a new life in South Korea, who get sent back to the North by Chinese authorities? What about the fundamental difference opinion on North Korea? We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Text us, pound sharp, 1013, for 51 per message. Email us, efmthismorning at gmail.com.